You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just a Tip-Off, the NBA podcast that did not get drafted in the 2021 NBA draft. Maybe next year, bud. Maybe. Maybe next Maybe. year. We're, we're, we're still pulling. That's all right. Still got some eligibility left. We'll go back to college, really show them, prove them wrong, prove the doubters wrong. Put on our story. Yeah. Speaking months. of college eligibility, J.R. Smith's going back to play golf. That? I didn't go to college, so technically he has four years of eligibility. He can't go back for basketball, but theoretically he can go back and play golf, apparently, at something A&M. Interesting. I don't know what, if I'm more surprised or excited, because I might actually watch some college pro, golf. Some college golf. <laughs> I mean, said no one ever. <laughs> well, and I love golf, but man... I don't watch college golf. Oh, exactly. If you're ever going to bring someone to get some brand recognition, who better than the guy who might take his shirt off on the 18th green? And you know what? That entire team, now that they can be uh, make money, entire team's going to be sponsored by Hennessy. Oh, and he doesn't even like Hennessy. That's the fun part. <laughs> but he's forever going to be uh, J.R. What is it? Henny Smith. J.R. Henny Smith. Henny Smith is out it again. All right, so we uh, just completed quite a few uh, busy weeks here. We had the NBA draft and free agency started off with a with a bang. With man, do they get those deals done fast? It is amazing how fast they can get those deals done. Listen, paper, you know, like one in the twenty first century. We're sending emails yeah, now. It is yeah. seamless, guys. Seamless. I mean, like as soon as soon as midnight hits, it's. Woj is up there blowing up my phone. But the, technically, you know, I thought that's when you're allowed to start. Is that when you're allowed to start talking about trains? Yeah, that, they're just really good at it. Oh, wow. Really good at it. Dude, that is some quick work. Quick work. Bravo. Bravo to those GMs and agents and agents to them as well. Mm-hmm. But we've got a lot of lots to cover tonight, so we're going to have to probably split this into a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, tonight, we're going to be taking on the uh, – what do you want to get? Let's do the West. I'm feeling like the, let's do the West, and we'll go from bottom to top. Bottom to top. So, the Houston Rockets. Quick, brief summary of their moves. Had a shit ton of draft picks. Highlighted by uh, Jalen Green out of the G League Unite. Also got Alfred Sengun. Sengun. Sengun, who's, yeah. uh, whose summer league is going on right now as well. It's looked pretty solid. Josh Christopher was drafted. Um, they added Daniel Tice, re-signed David Nwaba, and that is about all they've done so far. A lot of free agents who they haven't re-signed yet, such as like Avery Bradley, Dante Exum, DJ Williams, lost Kelly Olynyk to Detroit, and then Sterling Brown to Dallas. Um, but other than that, I, I don't... They drafted really well. And that was that was the whole point, right? Why there's they they're filling this. up space with free agents. Who really cares? It's all about the draft picks. Like they don't want to bring in right now these big free agents. I wouldn't think because you want to see what you have in all these young pieces. Because you have so many draft picks. Why would you? It's for the Rockets. If you had a chance to go get like a star, but it was just one star, and the rest of it was a bunch of developmental pieces. Would you really want to go get that star? Because you're just going to A, ruin all those good draft picks you have, and you're not going to get anything out of that star being there because there's a, just a ton of young talent around them. So exactly. it's at best you're going to be like the Kings. So what's funny is the the Grizzlies kind of did this this move as well in the offseason, but we'll get to them a little later. But no, I think the Rockets are going to be uh, last year's Cavaliers. I think they're going to do – they're a very young team. They're going to do a lot of things – really bad, but there's a few things they're going to be – I think they're going to score. I think they're going to be able to score, but they're going to get picked apart on their defense. Um, Sangoon, love, he's one of their – I think going to play some key minutes for him. Paired up with Christian Wood. I can mm-hmm. see a little bit of defense from Wood, but I don't think that we understand how bad Sangoon's defense is. That's his biggest flaw. Well, we, I, we haven't seen him. Who knows? This is, Who knows? This is true. This is true. Jalen uh, Jalen Green starting ball out as well in summer league. He is he's going to be whipping it. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be hitting a lot of shots, or he's going to be shooting them. He's, he's going to be taking them. He kind of feels like um, the next. Um, uh, no, the next. Um, Anthony Edwards a little bit, you know, like when Anthony Edwards first came in, like, boy, did he take a lot of shots and he got better over the course of the season, but he was wildly inefficient to start the season. I mean, he'd put 24 points up on like 30 shots. 
<laughs> it's like, wow, that's a lot of shots. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know it's Minnesota, and there's nothing going on there, especially with D'Lo out most of the year, but, you know. Someone's got to take him. Right. Might as well be <laughs> Right. So I think this year, much like uh, a couple other teams, is just, all right, what we what we get in the drafts, see what we got, play them. That's all. That's that's what they're on this. In the hard reset. Yeah, they're on this trajectory. I think for a little for a couple of years. When, is, when do you think they make the playoffs next? Ah, uh, at least four years. Four years. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I I, I kind of have a little bit of faith in some of this. They might, especially with going to ten teams to the play-in. I think they could run into a true to a good situation true. where some like the eight seeds like no, we're we're packing it in. Um, so I, I could see in the next two, maybe no, three. Not in, no, not two. You don't think so? Well, nope. I'm sticking with four. Sticking with four. All right. I'll I go. think the next team has a better shot than this team. And the next team is Oklahoma City Thunder, oh, yeah. who uh, added Derek Favors. Josh Giddy was their main draft pick. Um, kind of a, a surprise, I think. People were surprised that they took Josh Giddy, uh, Trey Mann, and then their other big move was they gave SGA the max. They did. They locked gave, that gave him that Gave him that five for 172 guaranteed. Totally all right with that. I hope he can stay healthy. Yeah. I think he should be able to. He just he, uh, his, his whole season this year was, I think, a little bit Well, I think, like, they scheduled. were scheduled. Yeah, I agree. Because he got injured, and they're like, you know what? How about we just uh, call it quits on you for now? Because, frankly, we're winning games. Coach, we play, I can play. I, well, we and know you can, but yeah, We know you can not what we want to be doing right now. <laughs> we have 17 draft picks, and they're worthless if they're all 30. And at pick six, I think they took a swing on Giddy. That's got to be... But they can afford to. Exactly, because they also had another pick in the draft, which they traded down from, which was a little bit, I think, aggressive, because they could have had Sangoon. I'm, I honestly think he's going to be one of the top 10 players in the draft. And he, got, he fell to 17, which was a Thunders pick, who they then traded to Houston for, I forget what that trade was for. Um, but I hope they got at least a couple picks in return. Anyway, uh, on to... You think the next team up? Yes. Next team up is the team who literally didn't do anything in free agency or draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Seawolves, all right. They did that early trade for Torian Prince, um, and then they signed two two-way players after the draft was over, being Nathan Knight and McKinley Wright. Um, other than that, they haven't done shit. They haven't even re-signed Jared Vanderbilt, who gave him solid minutes last year when Cat was hurt. So they're laying it low. They're yeah, low. I mean, I I still think they're sitting here like, well, we still haven't really seen the Carl Anthony Towns and DeAndre Russell pairing that much. So I think we've had a, a, a taste of it, but also they're just not a good team outside of three. Maybe four players. That four players is not a team make when they can have their individual nights sometimes and individual efforts, but I think they've got a lot of work to do. Especially because I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns is going to step it up and really be the defensive stopper he was touted to be when he came into the draft. But He's got a little bit of the Ben Simmons personality in him, I feel like. I, I mean, um, he's young and growing up in that kind of environment, you may never know if he's like if the money goes to your head or whatever, but He's just not putting up the kind of defense that I think he, he can. And they didn't get a chance to draft anything because they traded away. For, they, was that in the D'Lo trade? Uh, yeah, yeah, because, Warriors, right? yeah, because yeah, because they had one pick, but because of where it went in the lottery, it got sent to the Warriors. It, and it was semi-fortunate enough that it wasn't one of the top ten picks, that or top five, four picks. What was it, top four protected top picks? Yeah. Something like that. It could have been like a five or six, but seven's not terrible. Unfortunately, it was a pretty stacked draft class, and the Warriors did get some solid, solid draft picks. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What are, what are you thinking about the, their next upcoming season? I, mean, I don't know. I, I feel like they have like some scoring talent to compete for a play-in and whatnot. But I feel like I've been thinking about this every year with them. It's like, you've got Carlton Towns. You've got, at one point, you had, whether it was Wiggins or whatever, you had a 20-point-per-game guy. Tie that in with Cats, like, 30 almost. It's like, 
it, it feels like they should be a playoff team, but they haven't been a playoff team since Jimmy Butler. Dragged them there. Yeah, literally put them on their back and beat down Denver for it, only to get their shit kicked in the, in the first round of the next, of the actual playoffs. So what, let me let me throw this something out to you. If you what, what if I said Ben Simmons to the Timberwolves for just just figure it out, just figure out. Just fake. Well, if you keep... if you if you're just figuring it out, then you lose D'Lo. I would say if you I would say their the number one priority would be keeping Carl Anthony Towns, which I think that means you lose D'Lo, you lose Anthony Edwards, and you lose the draft capital that you don't have. Um, I, I, I don't know how much they have, but honestly, I don't think there's a deal there that the Sixers would even say yes to it because in their mind, it's not enough. That, because they want the they want the farm for for Simmons they, for, yeah. for for a Giannis Antetokounmpo light. <laughs> so I heard them. I heard them call him that earlier. That's, that's pretty accurate. I mean, it kind of is, but so I. You know, I could see them fighting for the playoffs, and I could see them. Still, I could see us in a year talking about how they did the exact same thing. Twelve seed. They're like one more pick. One more. We actually need a pick. We actually need. They actually, one more actually need play. need to keep it too. Well, yeah. <laughs> or to maybe trade anything for for picks. We'll see. All right, who's up? Who's up next? Next up is the Sacramento Kings. This is semi-active. They've gotten they've gotten a little bit. They, their picks were a little bit interesting. Let me scroll down to them on my page here. So obviously you've got the backcourt of, and you like the backcourt of Fox and Halliburton, and then they drafted Davion Mitchell, which I thought was a little interesting because uh, he's, he's another guard, but he kind of brings what the other two don't, which is defense, and the Kings' defense was Awful. They re-signed Holmes, Moharkless, and Terrence Davis, and then they added Alex Lennon. That's a that's a big swing right there. And then Tristan Thompson. Honestly, so, I, you know, I don't hate the Davion Mitchell pickup because well, I'll, I'll keep going. If you is that all they did? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Davion Mitchell, it's like what? He's a shooting guard. Why do we, or he's a short point guard. What do we do and draft another? Well, you could pair him up with Tyrese Halliburton, or you could pair him up with De'Aaron Fox, and he does something that they don't, like you said. Or yeah. you can have him sit the bench, and those two are on as your starters. Mm-hmm. Buddy Heald is, a, is an interesting one, because he does what they need, but his, the culture in there is just so bad. He's got he's like, I want out. This is so such a dysfunctional organization. God damn it. But... Yeah, Rashawn Holmes resigning there is pretty big for him. Yeah, that's nice. I just you know you have you got Fox tied down because he signed that max. Um, I thought they were going to move Marvin Bagley for sure. Oh yeah, I mean I guess they're just like clinging to hope because they also he also wants out. He wants. I mean he's up for all the people in his draft class are getting contracts now. Aiton hasn't gotten one yet, but Luca got one. SGA got one. John Collins got one. Trey Young got one. Like. Literally, out, literally, besides Aiton and Jaron Jackson Jr., like the rest of the top ten hasn't gotten their con has already gotten their contract. So I don't know if he's going to get one. I would expect both. I would say I would expect Phoenix and Memphis to both give Aiton and Jaron Jackson Jr. their contracts, their extensions. Um, I don't think either of them will get the maxes. I think they'll get more of probably a little bit more like John Collins type deals. Um, but Bagley might get like, hey, here's a here's a bag of chips. You want to come play five minutes off the bench for us? Like that's it. That's it's such a swing and a miss, especially given what came after him. Like literally, you had so many swing other great and a players. Swing there. and a miss on a lot of players, but they did that. They had a semi decent uh, draft. They, I mean, they also. Uh, before I forget, they re- or they signed Terrence Davis, or they re-signed Terrence Davis, mm-hmm. I should say, and he's actually, I, I, I yeah. he's pretty good. Again, they're, they're still pretty much lacking at yeah. center. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides Holmes, like Tristan Thompson and Alex Lund don't move the need, don't move the needle. Yeah, Kieta, no way. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see this team really at all. I want to believe in the Kings every year. Last year, I was like, guys, this is going to be it. This is They're finally ready. They're finally going to do it. But 
I, I, yeah, again, I feel like I've been saying this about all of these teams for years. Like, oh, you know what? That that roster looks looks pretty good. You can talk yourself into like half these rosters looking like playoff teams. But then you got only you got to realize that only eight teams make the playoffs. I also it's Tristan Thompson. That's going to be such an interesting mix in that locker room. I think he's an interesting mix in every. The only locker room I think he'd actually fit in would be LA, just because LeBron could be like, hey, dumbass. True. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I think that's the only place he could go where he would be useful and effective. Um, so I I don't see them making the playoffs this year. Could be wrong, but you're bringing back like the exact same team, and you've just added like another rookie point guard. Now Halliburton might get better, and I think Fox will probably stay on par with what he's what he was last year. But other than that, you haven't brought in anything that really makes me think you're gonna improve that much. And I would say that none of the other teams in the West got worse. Not many. Not um, many. There might be one. There might. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like two, two or three. I that think dropped did, some seeds, did drop. But I don't think that's enough to drop them out completely. They're not out of the eight seed. Uh, not out of the eight, but one will drop out of the out of the playoffs, and we'll get to the, out of the play. We'll get to that. Next team, which I think is a team that took a bet, took a step back, is the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, you brought in um, Jonas Valanciunas. I agree that that's an up an upgrade over uh, Adams. Great job. Great you got job. off of got the, off you, two bad contracts. yeah. You got you got off of two bad contracts because you also got off Bledsoe's contracts. But then like see, and then you clear all this cap space. With the idea of probably signing Lonzo Ball. Oh, yeah. And then I mean, you don't sign Lonzo money. Ball. No. And then, so you, then you sign Devontae Graham. Not horrible, but okay, what defense? You get no guard defense. Because as much as we can shit on Bledsoe's offensive ability, he was a pretty good defender. He's lengthy. So you just lost all your guard defense. Ingram and Zion already don't buy into defense. Ingram especially. You just lost Steven Adams. It's, I mean, you added Thomas Sadaransky, Devontae Graham, Trey Murphy, Garrett Temple. Jonas Valanciunas, you still haven't signed Josh Hart yet. Are they going to sign right. Josh Hart? Oh, like that seems like yeah. So I think they've gotten worse on defense and say maybe neutral on offense because I think the playmate you lose some playmaking going from um, Ball to Graham. I think you gain a little offensive ability by adding Jonas Valanciunas, but who's going to give him the ball now? You don't have a point guard who's who's a pass first point me? guard. So I, I think they got worse. Alexander Walker is going to be thrust into it, but he's such a score first point guard. He's not. He's not distracting. He's not kicking it out. He's got to learn to at least. I'm hoping. So they they made somewhat of a, cont- a fight for the ten seed last season. I think they'll do the same. Zion, I think, is going to get better as long as he can stay healthy, stay on the court. I think he could probably drag him to maybe a ten seed play into playing game. Maybe I, but I thought I would have thought that last year too. I thought they were gonna be. They didn't really unlock. Oh, I'm gonna say it, unlock Zion, at least Zion point guard until midway through the year. And you got a new coach, so that's that's that's. Yeah, who, we'll see. We'll see how that works. You, you got got rid of the old school, if you will. Um. Yeah, I think you got you got rid of the old school Van Gundy style of ball here. So we'll. Uh, Willie Green, team's new head coach. I'm not, I, I don't know who that is. To be honest, I have no idea. He it was named last week. I know, I just... Mm. They could fight for the 10 because of the next team up, who I think is going to fall off um, in a big way. But I just... Yeah, uh, they're just not going to stop anybody. In the bottom. They couldn't stop anybody last year. How are they going to stop anybody this year? And if, you know, if one thing showed, you, you got to be able to play defense to win a title. Milwaukee and Phoenix were both great defensive teams last year. So scoring 140 isn't going to work when Brooklyn can score 160 on you because you don't have anyone to guard Kevin Durant. Not that anyone has anyone to guard Kevin Durant, but, you know. You think at least somebody might be able to? Yeah. You got anything else on the Pelicans? Um, I think they're gonna have to buy buy their time, do one more season, use those draft picks next year. They're gonna start coming into them. They've got a lot of draft capital. They might even be able to trade some of that with 
a desperate team, you know, the right situation. I, I, that's going to be tough because all the people they brought in, it's got to be real specific. Yeah. But. All right, the next team on the list, and this is the team I think is um, moving its way out of playoff, not only out of play-in game, but Maybe I think, yeah, is the San Antonio Spurs. Um, you lost DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, literally like kind of the backbone of that team. You brought in Doug McDermott, Zach Collins, Thaddeus Young, Al Farouk Amino. Uh, you brought Bryn Forbes back, apparently. Uh, um, you uh, drafted Josh Primo, and you traded, and you got traded for Chandler Hutchinson. Um, a lot of young guards, and kind of no. Yaka front, Pertle, baby. No front court. Yaka Zach Pertle, Collins baby. hasn't played in two years, and Pertle's an okay center as long as he doesn't have to be the focal point of your offense. And again, I mean, you've got some okay pieces. Jonte Murray's a good two-way guard. But it's all guards. You can't run five. I mean, you can run five guards out there. I wouldn't recommend it, but especially <laughs> in the West. But the new small ball, small ball Spurs. New small, new small ball Spurs is going to be Brim Forbes, Josh Primo, Derek White, Dejounte Murray, and um, Lonnie Walker Jr. You can't you can't be six five or over to play on this team apparently. Checkmate, OKC. Right. I uh, I think I think they're going. Full blown rebuild, and I think we're seeing the end of Popovich. I don't, I don't think Popovich necessarily wants to coach a bunch of players from when they're really young. He's he's getting there. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think, he, I don't think he he's really willing to. Not willing. I don't, think, I don't think he's gonna want to see this through. This is it. Just gonna win a gold medal with the Olympics. Yeah, so, so it could be nice icing on the top on the cake, you know, a little cherry on top. Just be done. Maybe this is last year. Maybe he. Maybe they, maybe it's Becky Hammonds, maybe it's someone else in that staff. Who knows? Maybe they bring in someone and kind of do like this transition to him. Now who knows? It kind of feels like we're talking Dirk, talking pop out of like into retirement, like people talk Dirk Nowitzki into retirement. But <laughs> he's you just know, like, oh just, yeah, this is my last yeah, game. What? <laughs> based on what the Spurs like have done, you know, it's this is a completely different style of coaching than Pop has done for the past twenty years. So it's. Hard to see him want to stick with it for that long. Yeah. But I could be wrong. He could coach another 10 years. Fuck, I know. He's in his 70s. He could go could go into his 80s. Good, good. Uh, the get, best get that part paycheck. about the Spurs right now is their coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and they have a couple young guards. Joe Johnson. Oh, I forgot about Cone Johnson. He's all right. Yeah, he's, he, all, he's he all right. He'll put up some buckets every now and then. You got some all right players on this team. But a bunch of all right players. Lonnie Walker team not again tries to make. score not great defense. Derek White could have a good year. We'll see. Him and Murray could, but again, too many guards. I really, really question that Josh Primo pick, even more than I question the Davion Mitchell pick by the by the Kings. And Kings, like, okay, you have two. Here's a third. Spurs said, okay, you have four. Why did you need a fifth? Because <laughs> <laughs> we could. All right, finally we get some some forward progression. <laughs> we get some forward progression. I think we get some some serious, as much as I hate to say it, some serious forward progression in the Golden State Warriors. Um, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Uh, I think they're going to have a, I think an 80, 82 game season, over under forty one and a half. No, for just forty one. Over under forty one. On how many games he plays this season? Yeah. Uh, over. I think so too. Over. Hopefully he, he stays healthy, but Jesus, two years off, coming off an ACL yeah. and uh, Achilles, just like KD. We'll see if he can come back just as yeah. strong. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's rough. Steph, um, Draymond, Clay, finally back together. Um, they they drafted pretty well too. Uh, they had seven or was it eight? Uh, they had quite a few. Uh, position wise, well, they just they drafted Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody. Um, were their two picks? They signed Iguodala back. They signed Otto Porter Jr. Uh, Bielitsia, Chris Chioza, 
gave Curry $250 million for four more years. Uh, no more Oubre or Bazemore on this team. That's fine the way they played last year. I think oh, a lot Bazemore of people actually did. A lot of people are questioning why they didn't take more veteran players in the draft. Um, as a, like they could like so like players because you have Curry for four more years. You're only who knows how Clay Thompson game, but they're gonna there's no to, point of drafting really young players to develop them at this point. And why not? I mean, they've got Toscano because you Anderson. have to, because you have to maximize Curry's prime. Well, they, I think they are doing that. They have to do it the, the right way. Once they get, I think they're trusting in their big three. That's what got them there before. Yeah, their big three, who's significantly were, older, one of them haven't played in two years, coming off the two biggest injuries you can have in basketball. Fair. And Draymond, and Draymond, too. okay, yeah, who's. May, okay, he's what five years older. I'm pretty sure he was. His out knees of state are at least Miami. his knees are at least ten years older than is it, than they were four years ago. And Draymond's, I think, a shell of himself is what he used to be. I mean, oh, his defense was still impeccable. He's a uh, amazing defender. And they can't even figure out what to do with Wiseman either. Well, I mean, okay, you, I get it. The pieces I that it. I just love like they, the they, 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 no, no, but I mean, there was players like Corey Kispert on the draft board who I think would have been a much better fit for what they want to do now. Just more shooting of threes. They, I, I agree. Veteran Mitchell play. Veteran play. Has... Veteran play. You've got you got an eighteen year old and a nineteen year old. What do you think have to do with anything? If the kid can play, the kid can play. Wiseman just showed us the kid can't play. Okay, James Wiseman was straight out of fucking high school, basically. He played two or three uh, college games. He and played seven, I think. Sorry. <laughs> I think he played, played seven. I don't know. Seven. Okay. Dude was not ready. And so, obviously, again, we went through – I'm not even – everyone went through COVID last year. So, I'm just going to write off last year. Shit, I think he's going to be pretty good. Anyway – Warriors have a pretty good young core that they're bringing up. They've got a really solid like base in Curry, Clay, and Draymond, but they've just got to fill in the gaps a little bit. And especially with how tied up they are money wise, they got to make some decisions. Yeah, they. I mean, they were tied up money wise, and then they gave Curry two hundred more million dollars. Was owed what he was due, and they got to pay him. He's got them three rings, but it probably hurt. It was like, oh. All right. The Warriors win another championship in the Steph Curry era. Mm. I'm saying no. I think there's too much parity in the league now. I think yes. I think yes because of this. Steph Curry, different kind of basketball player, right? He's not always been like the big physical True. guy. True. I think his game is built to – last if he can stay shifty at least enough especially with his quick release he could probably he's still torching people so you think like he they build a you think they build a uh, for these young players to grow into something usable possibly possibly you think they they build a new big three and he's just like the veteran who just happens to be there what if he's like lebron i think he's on par he's gonna have some serious ring contention all right uh, call it he now. If, if Curry finishes with more rings than LeBron, but it's four and three, right? It let's just say, regardless of, it's a four and three for now. Yeah. Okay. So if Curry finishes with more rings than LeBron, what is that? Uh, who's better? Is that a question that's been asked yet? It, it'll be Le- It'll still be LeBron. We'll see. I think because because I, Le- I mean because because LeBron came into the league and was transcendent. Curry took about five years to get there. He was more hyped. LeBron was definitely more hyped. Oh, for sure. I mean, just being like the number one recruit out of out of like period, like in the country, the most known recruit ever to play the game. We also had and then Curry, team. who went, who was a three star recruit that went to an A ten school. He also had more of a flashier game, if you will. Like he, dunk- people notice dunks. Threes are great, but it was still kind of not say a novelty, but definitely a niche, and it's not. It wasn't as what's called mainstream, if you will, or a requirement. Point guards didn't have to be able to shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you had your more your, your Steve Nash's, your assist first point guards, supposed to freaking that. He, now he's to looking shoot at it, he's first. like, dude, I could have scored so much more. God dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I just need to shoot. 
I I think they'll I think they'll be back in the playoffs. I mean, I look at the playoff teams right now, and I yeah I I think they're easily back in. I think Memphis could drop, and I think Portland could drop too, um, out of the playoffs. And I think the Suns could drop as well. Just gotta gotta take a quick dig at Sam and say the Suns aren't making the playoffs next year. It's gonna be tough, man. They're gonna be scraping scraping to get by. Yeah, they'll be fine. They're fine for a while. Although we'll get to them on in my opinions, on that Chris Paul contract. But next up is Memphis Grizzlies. Taking an unusual, but I won't disagree with it, turn downwards in that they traded away their best player. Yeah, I said it. Their best player, Jonas Valanciunas, to the the Pelicans for um, a couple of better draft picks. Um... Bag of chips. Uh, what else? Bag of chips are really popular what these days to trade. Um, we got Steve Hans Bloodstone and a pick swap. Oh yeah, and a, right, like a pick right. swap or whatever. Sorry, I, I, I remember the Pringles and the, the the chips, but not the players that they got because they're so not what they need. And I get it; they got they're just trying to get some draft assets, capital. But damn, that's tough to see. Because I think just to see a, a player, which I guess maybe I should be happy, but going to the Pelicans, the Pelicans aren't going to do much better either. I mean, technically he does space the floor a little bit better. Yeah. But I think I think they just realized that we're not there yet. Let's get some better draft capitals because they didn't move up in the draft. Let's take a player, a better player that we want. And then, you know, by the time the young guys are really ready to do this, you've lived out the Bledsoe and the Adams contracts. Because um, their contracts end, both of them, in 2023. So you only have, like, two more seasons with them. By that point, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, um, you know, the whole crew might... Dylan Brooks? Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Um, they might be ready to make that leap. You never know. But I think, I think they did it because they realized... We're not there yet, so might as well just take on some bad money, get some better draft picks. Because as I said, when it comes to the draft, the more swings you can make, the better chance you have of landing something. So I think that's what their uh, their method was, and I don't necessarily think it drops them off too, too far. Um, especially because Jaron Jackson Jr. missed almost all last they, year. They traded away Grayson Allen, too. To the Bucks. Yes, yes, they did do that. What did they get in return on money? Uh... Just two, some, two, some two second round two, two picks. Two second round picks, and yeah, and that's about it. They did trade Justice Winslow to the LA Clippers. They got him from the Heat. Again, he was injured most of the year, didn't really play a lot. What did they get for that? Probably uh, a couple picks. Probably a couple picks. Building up, yeah. build up some draft yeah. capital. Every, every, everyone's looking at the Thunder and be like, man, yeah, that's not a bad idea. We got some old players on the bench we don't use. Yeah, you want a second for a veteran guy who's going to help you in the playoffs? <laughs> Um, they drafted Zaire Williams, didn't they? Yeah, Zaire Williams. Um, and then they, I mean, they've got some good pieces coming back. Uh, Desmond Bain. That's actually a pretty solid player that people sleep on a lot. Like, takes some pretty good tries. The the stat heads and the nerdy, the, the big brain nerdy people yeah. love his yeah. game. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This team has good young players. Might as well just take on a bunch of bullshit old contracts until they expire and get draft picks out of them. Get more young players. And then by then, who knows? Maybe you some maybe a star says, "Hey, you know what I really want to do? I really want to go play with John Moran." You never know. It's right. Me- it's Memphis. It's Memphis, but you never know. You never know. He's a good player. He's he's a, he's so is Andrew Tillman, Brandon Clark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad roster, really. That's I mean, they were the eight seed for a reason. Like, and John Moran showed he can step up to that 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 stage in the playoffs with those forty point games. Like he's. He's no slouch in the playoffs, so I, I think I think they're in a good spot. Obviously, that trade was questionable. I think, but when you really look at it, get better picks. Pelicans got now the Pelicans blew their opportunity with that cap space that they made. Dumbass. If long, if it, if and I would have to assume it was to sign Lonzo Ball, but you know, not. I heard they they squabbled over like four million dollars, five million dollars, because I think Lonzo signed for eighty five million for three years. And so it's like they offered him eighty million for three years. Like I, I get it. So five so years, so it's like De- five hundred million, five million. So it's like the next guy we're gonna talk about, which is Dennis Schroeder. Oh, Schroeder sad, wanted what five story. more million a year to to play in L.A. and he so, said 
he said no. He, Eighty-four million dollars. Yeah, Eighty-four was what he was offered. Four. He and wanted a hundred for four. And then, and the off, he turned it down. And so then, in the off season, he said, "I'm looking for a hundred for four. And no one bit. Not even close. And the Celtics said, "I'll give you five point nine. And they threw him the mid-level. You got the exemption. mid-level exception, and he wanted the full. He wanted the full taxpayer exemption, which is what the mid-level. All right, looking at this list, there is. I don't think there's a team that did more than the Lakers, which is their next team. Obviously, so they lost Schroeder, KCP, Harold, Kuzma, Caruso, Morris, Drummond, Ben Lattback, Lamore, and Costas Antetokounmpo. They lost um, yeah, I wonder who signed him. Uh, Fran- he's in uh, France. They got back. Russell Westbrook, Kendrick they or they added Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Reza, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard, Kent Bazemore, and then they got a bunch of two way players like Austin Reeves and Joel Ayayi. Um and then they re signed Taylor Horton Tucker. They got Mac McClung as well. Uh he is on their uh, summer league team. So he did not get two of the two-way contracts. That was Austin Reeves and Joliai, which I think Joliai could be like a sleeper, like future Robert Covington, Covington type player, um, maybe in that. a couple of years. Um, tall, lanky, can defend and he can shoot the three. He was he was he he played the Robert and Co- Robert Covington role on Gonzaga's team last year. Suggs and Kispert were the big guys. He was that just three and D guy on that team. So I could see obviously with some development, he's going to be in the G League here. Um, you know, I could see him being the next Covington. But obviously the big thing with the Lakers is, all right, Westbrook, AD, LeBron, how's it going to go? People I initially people I initially saying there's not enough shooting there. And then we were talking to Dan about the point. You're literally, like, you can't tell me that, like, you just took Rondo's minutes and added Westbrook. And the team's not going to be better. Like, Rondo can't shoot or shit either. Yep. Westbrook's better than Rondo is, and I and I and I hear and I understand the shooting things, but like, okay, you added Carmelo Anthony Ariza, who are good from the corner. Preach, brother. You've got Malik Monk, who went on is one of the best three point shooters in the league. That's a big if. Kent Bays was not bad. Wayne Ellington shot fifty one percent on catch and shoot threes last season. Yeah. I don't hate the Malik Monk off the bench. I think he's going to be more, uh, or not, the Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk are going to be a little like combined. I think they're going to run that that second team and maybe combined be like a Jordan Clarkson type player. I I don't think this season, if Westbrook, AD, and LeBron are healthy, that we will ever see all three of them off the floor at the same time, uh, unless it's a blowout. It's like either direction. exactly, and they're probably going to it at the end of games if they yeah it the opposite poles. The Westbrook LeBron AD called conundrum. I think it's going to be pretty simple. You got two of the best passers in the game, one dishing it to the other, and as long as Westbrook and LeBron, I think that you stagger their minutes because if you ever, or even if one of them gets hurt, on a got for what hopefully that doesn't happen. But just looking at the situation, this this gives them at least two superstars. Wiggle, they get that. That gives them wiggle room. Two superstars. In case one maybe gets hurt. Yeah. And we know, we, or, we or, both you know, know that Russell Westbrook, if LeBron and AD just want to take it off, Russ, get us to the playoffs, we'll take it from there. And so, just, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> right? Russ, you just brought the Wizards to the playoffs last season. They were, they were 17 games under 500 at the All-Star break. 17. Yes. They finished above 500. They, they freaking Russell Westbrook for that, but nobody fucking pays them any money. Insert... Comment here about Sam saying about how much Russell Westbrook sucks. That's 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 where this would come. Yep. We, we know that, but he's not here. So I I don't I don't hate this roster. I definitely think it's a contender. I think it's going to be interesting to see how Westbrook and LeBron fit together. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I was listening. I think it was to the I think it was one of the Ringer podcasts. It was like Westbrook has played with Harden. Durant, Bradley Beal, all these other big name players. Did he ever have an issue? Did points, did numbers, did production ever go down of either of those two players? No. So what's to make us think it's all of a sudden going to be different now? 
yeah, okay, it's more mouths to feed than he's ever had because Harden wasn't at that level when they were all in OKC together. So it's he's kind of been part of a big two as, as opposed to a trio. So there's more mouths to feed. But Ideally, I, he's going to be in contention for an assist, uh, assist title this upcoming year. Shooting-wise, I think he's going to regress to more of a Draymond Green role or to just somebody who plays in the, inside the paint. Just it, honestly, we Bruce Brown it? They, yeah, they don't need him to shoot threes. And maybe he does. Maybe he does do that every now and then. But I, I would say if, if he's in transition, then sure. I would With most of the league, I think you're like, okay, if you're in transition, you're in rhythm, then okay, we see you taking that shot. But if it's like he's sitting there and he's doing a step back, like that's not your game, Ross. Get to the paint. At the very least, do your little 10-foot pull-up jumper that you are somewhat good at. String a few together. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I, I think they're title contenders. I hope they stay healthy. I love watching them play. They fly around. And adding Russell Westbrook to the mix is going to be fun as hell. I think if Russ runs with this second team, especially if it's the under guys, they could be kind of fun in transition. But we'll see. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Next up is the Portland Trailblazers, and they are playing a dangerous game, I would Walk say. Um, new coach, Lillard says he wants to see progression. And what did they do? They brought in Ben McLemore, Cody Zeller, and Tony Snell. What else you want, Dane? You want the world? They re- you want the world, yeah, yeah. you, Dane? They re-signed Powell, which isn't bad. As I said, when I was talking to you earlier, I don't hate Zeller. I think that that's fine. Um, yeah, with the capital F. But other than that, I don't think... I mean, you lost Collins, Cantor, and Mello. But I just... Mm, I don't... I don't think they got better. I don't think initially got worse, but if you're trying to keep Dame Lillard happy and he says he wants to see progression, staying the same is not the route you wanted to go. At the very least, you should, even if you, even in the long run, if it would have made your team worse, you should have taken a couple shots. Even if it didn't work out, you got to show him that you're willing to do these things. Like, look at what the Bucks did. They said, okay, Giannis, you want, you know, we'll go ahead and get Drew Holly because we want to show you we're willing to make moves. Even had that not worked out, you at least showed the guy that you're willing to make moves to try to better the team, and I think that's what the Trailblazers have to do, and right now, they've ran it back. This is true. This is true. I will not get into the, my, my opinion about the champion Milwaukee Bucks just yet, but it is something that is becoming more common these days. The player empowerment era has, is in full effect, because if you're going to have a superstar, you they almost have a responsibility, kind of, because they're there for a... They could be there for a brief time if you're not bringing in what they agree with, which is so not like it used to be. <laughs> it's not even funny. But now they're, they're perceived as divas and just, you know, what in the world. But, I, I mean, you're controlling 49% of the money. You want to make sure it's running the way you like as well. Yeah. So, what do you think? Dame Lillard going to be on the Blazers next year? Oh, I, I, I think I told you uh, when we were driving down rumors. to Norris, I, I think I think the first 30 games are going to be very, very telling. Yeah, they'll be like, let's see what we got. We, we could have Damian opt-in trying to get out in the first 30 games, and that wouldn't surprise me. If they get him to commit for a – I mean, I think if – They'll pitch it to him this way. They'll be like, all right, Dave, how about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Wait, would you play? Wait, 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 wait. Just wait. Slow, slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> don't, don't walk out the door just yet. <laughs> if you play 10, 15, let's say 20 games, and, you know, you just do your thing, kill it. I don't think you, you are such a superstar player with a great contract that you are going to go anywhere you want. But then you get to see how well we play together, and then see if you want to keep going. That seems like they're trying to sell it 20 games at a time. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, so if Damien requests a trade, do the Blazers just blow it all up? Do you trade him and CJ? You literally just go all out, start brand new, brand new coach, whatever. Just as many draft assets as you can. Okay. Hang on. Yo, what if they trade into the thunder? What if you trade Dame to the Thunder? 
SGA and Dane there was get a five picks back or something like that? Get five <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Damian Lillard, does the cont- does a contender the OKC Thunder make? Who knows? Again, no, but you like it. It's fun to speculate these The Thunder things. are an interesting group because they will, I think, have serious conversations with their players about their futures and about what they want, where they want to go, what they want to do, who they're try, where they're at in their careers, and they will honestly cater to a lot of players in ways that a lot of other organizations wouldn't. So, shouts out to Sam Presti for pulling off some sweet deals, but also treating his players right and putting them in places that they're comfortable going. But, um, who are we talking about? Blazers, right? Yeah. Uh, CJ McCollum, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, C, uh, Covington. Defense was a, was a thorn in their side this, this past playoffs. And it's going to be again. Again, it, there was no progression of this team. I didn't see it. Tony Snell, are you kidding me? Tony Snell, I mean, maybe 50, 40, 90. Yeah, right? Technically. I'm in 10 minutes. 50, 50. Right. He, shot that, he shot that well and did, and granted the Hawks have a lot of shooters, but he shot that well and didn't play a lot for the Hawks. I mean, you had Trey and Herder and Reddish and um, Bogdanovich, but still, that's a team full of young guys and you couldn't carve out more than 10 minutes a game. Especially with those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next team. So that was the last team that had the same record of 42 and 30. Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. Added to Reggie Bullock, added Sterling Brown, traded for Moses Brown, re-signed Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Boban, um, traded Josh Richardson away, and that's kind of a... About it for the big moves. JJ Reddick's still a free agent. Uh, big deal here. You signed San Luca. And, uh. Put the money down. Put, you, you locked him in. Put the money down. I think that's a good contract for Hardaway Jr. 75 for four. For the way he produced so he last year. Did something that not a lot of players do, but I would highly endorse. You picked your destiny regardless of what the paycheck was. And he took a pay cut, technically, because he was offered more money by the Pelicans and said, nah, I'm going to stick with the Mavs. And that, I think, is... Um, like, that speaks volumes about what he thinks about Zion and what he thinks about Luka and what he thinks about the Mavs organization, the team around them. Who Would you say the Mavs are in a better or worse position than the Pelicans, right? Better. Better. And I don't think... I think he can see that, too. He's like... No, man, this is good. Yeah, I'm good here. Mm-hmm. I'm the two on this team. I go there. I'm not seeing the ball. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he thinks he's the two. He's more like the three. He needs to be the three. Who's, well, uh, yeah, that's assuming Porzingis ever plays like he did in his first few years. Fair, so maybe We're Porzingis still waiting on it. goes to the three and Hardaway is the two. Maybe he is. I don't think it's – I don't think, really think that's – Did they bring back – or did they still have Jalen Brunson? He was a pretty solid spot. Yeah, they still have Brunson. Who's a good uh, – Back at point for last season. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I think they're still a piece away. They've shown that they can get to the playoffs and they can sure as hell compete against these teams, but they just run out of gas because Luca can't do it all by himself. No, and there's I mean they added Moses Brown in the off season and Reggie Bullock, so hopefully Reggie Bull- Bullock can shore up the the perimeter defense. Yeah. Shoot the pre-roll, not too bad. I, I, I like that signing, Reggie Bullock. That's a good He played well for the Knicks. He had some good moments, I thought. So. Tyrell Taylor, Terry, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, he's had a couple good moments in Summer League. I mean, you, just, you, need, you, need, you need a star, another star. You, you, honestly, you kind of... draft capital, though. You, then, then you need, to, you need uh, another player... To be like, hey, you know what I want to do? I want to go play with Luca. Which he's, I don't know if they're very good at recruiting, like the uh, foreign players. I don't know if, who is the recruiter on this team. I don't see one. 
Unless they like just teamed up, like let's do a, a foreign league or some shit. <laughs> but I think Luke is only going to get better. Again, trying for his safety. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just, I, mean, I, I think you, you just need more, though. You need more. All right, so here's where it gets interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if I have a hot take or not. I'm not sure how hot this is. I think the Clippers are going to be fine this season. Having Kawhi Leonard, or not having Kawhi Leonard is going to be a pain in the ass, no doubt. But Paul George is a good player. He can be a great player when he's the guy. The guy. <laughs> when he plays second fiddle, when he plays first fiddle to a second all-star, he yeah. still kind of comes in as... And the rest of the team isn't awful. That helps. His, yeah, his downshift isn't as great as... His, when he's the, the guy, like he said. But the Clippers did some interesting moves. I'll say that. Yeah, they added Justice Winslow, drafted Keon Johnson, and they re-signed Batum, Leonard, and, Leonard, and Jackson. That's kind of what they did. Um, still got Rondo, still got Terrence Mann. Still got Pat Bev. Pat Bev, Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris, uh, Ivan Zubak. Luke Kennard. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the pieces are still there. Um, it's honestly, I think it's this. Um, it's just it's a waiting game, and you're you're just you're playing until you can get Kawhi back, really. I think they're going for it. I think they're probably going to go for like a 6 or 17 because they got some young players who can maybe develop. They just don't have a lot. They might oh, – it would be really smart if they tanked, to be honest. They tanked? Yeah, because they needed to just develop their young players and play them a bunch, which maybe they could do well. With Paul George, the all-star, maybe he can do uh, – but in the playoffs, I don't see him getting into that deep. Like maybe the second round. Maybe – yeah, I think you need you need both, and I mean, so uh, Kawhi just ha- had the surgery, right? A couple months ago. ACLs are usually nine months to a year, so he could be out the entire season. We oh, might. He's not playing. And, and based, yeah, based on Kawhi, he did just sign a four year extension. I don't know if you saw that. I did. He they did locked just him sign. In. They locked him in. Which he's like, yeah, I mean, I'll take the money. Oh, they they also got Drake, Jason Preston. That's a uh, point guard out of Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good, good for him. <laughs> All right, next team up, the Denver Nuggets, and I feel like they're a little bit in the same boat. That's gonna be. Yeah, they are wait. So they added Jeff Green. They re-signed Jamichael Green, Will Barton, and Austin Rivers. They let go Paul Millsap. Uh, they traded away Javale McGee. Traded him to Phoenix. Um, it's you obviously have Jokic, you want Michael Porter Jr. to develop, and you're waiting on Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. has got to take another step up this year. And I don't know if he's going to, but he's going to take a lot more shots. I know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you he has to be smart about it. Like, just because there are shots there that he can take doesn't mean he should be taking them. Like, he's got to be – he's got to – you have to still play within rhythm. Like, I feel like he might just start jacking up a bunch of stuff. It's going to be – wow, they have such a light roster right now. They still have some, some room to sign some people. Yeah. Nashawn Highland, that's going to be an interesting development. Yeah, player. I forgot they dra- yeah, drafted Bones Highland. I think I think he could he could work in – no, I mean, he's obviously not Jamal Murray. But, you know, I think – I don't know who's going to start the point guard, point guard. You got Austin Rivers. You have him. You got uh, Capazzo. Monte Morris. You get Monte Morris. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I think he's gonna. I think Highland will get playing time for sure. A surplus of point guards and power forwards. I'll tell you that. Yeah. PJ Dozer. Um, Denver always has a lot of power forwards. I feel like though. Conkar. Aaron Gordon. Let's see if he can do anything. Do anything. Come on, man. I mean, he's been a role player. He's been a niche. Like I, he does a few things very well. Again. And the league can always use players like that, but I hope 
from what he was expected to do. I, I just think he has another level. Uh, Nikola Jokic, I hope he doesn't get figured out this year. He's still a wizard with the ball, um, but he's also super young, so was, you know, I'm not going to count him out. No, I wouldn't either. Bull Bull, still on the team. Love that. True. Love that. I mean, maybe he finally makes some steps to becoming a uh, a top-tier player, you know? Yeah, or I guess not even top-tier player. How about just get some minutes? Because, I mean, they can't even... When he's he not does getting get minutes. minutes, he performs. He puts up buck. I mean, okay, he takes some shots. He's he's just trying to show out whenever he goes out there. He needs to take it easy. And just be a role player for a little bit. Yeah. Pucampasso. I love that. I love those kind of players. He he is he has one speed out there and it's fast. His legs look like they're moving so fast. <laughs> All right, last couple teams. First one is the Phoenix Suns. Not obviously. really anything to talk about. That's it. No, nope, that's, 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 that's done. That's <laughs> so they added Landry Shamit, Alfred Payton, and JaVel McGee. Resigned Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, Nader, and Kaminsky. Um, lost Etuan Moore, Javon Carter, Torrey Craig. Um, I think that's kind of a bad loss on Torrey Craig. That I think they could have used him. Yeah, I like the JaVale signing. I think they needed something coming off the bench at the five. It's it's obviously not Comiskey, and I from Sam's it's, perspective, it's, it's not Sarge. I'm sorry, it is. I don't care if he was healthy. It's not Sarge. I well, like he's got a twenty ACL. What are you gonna do? I know, but I'm talking about last year. Like Sam was like Sarge is you know, he's a good role. He's gonna be good to stop down. I'm like no, he's gonna be shit. No. Yeah. Well, okay, Sarge. I gotta stand up for Sam on this one. He did perform well in the playoffs until he, you know, broke. Um, but Landry Shamit, that's another one that's kind of interesting. Very much their style of point guard. Probably the third string point guard, backup, backup shooting guard. I, I think I, I think he comes. Yeah, because he also have Cameron Payne now as the backup point guard, and yeah. Chris Paul is a point guard. And Shamit's more of a shooting guard, though. Fair, but he's also listed as point guard. Well, and he's played shooting guard wherever he's been, though. So. Fair, fair. Um, they just feel so much lighter than they did last year like as a team. Jay Crowder, great defender still, but he's not getting any younger. Hopefully he can still perform. As a, you know, How about not know. getting any younger? Chris Paul, going to be 40. 40! 40! By the time this deal is done. 40! <laughs> I, I'm worried the Suns are going to be looking at, like, man, we have to pay this guy 40. Thirty million dollars to do nothing. He'll be a coach. He'll be an expensive ass coach. Yeah, I don't know. I I would have gone more like the three for ninety route because I just uh, forty. Maybe put, put a player option at the end. I know Brady is doing great things, at whatever in the NFL, but like, ah. Uh, it could work. It could work. I don't know. But we, good we, for Chris Paul's eight. Good for Chris Paul. All right. Good for Chris Paul. Good for his agent. He'll be fine. Uh, the Knicks will be back. They'll be, I think, as good. They'll be They'll be strong. Jalen Smith hopefully develops. Yeah, that's that's a big question for them. I think they really need him to uh, – to, I mean, he didn't play, like, at all. No. No, he – they could have used him in the uh, in the finals, or at least in the playoffs, and they didn't. They didn't put him in at all. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to see what uh, I think. That's really all we have to say about it. I'm sure Sam's got a few hot takes for the upcoming season, but I, probably something along the lines of championship, something like that. You know. Now nah, I'm sure he'll say they're going to embrace the tank again and get that one more piece. <laughs> Whatever they want to do, man. Final team, Utah Jazz, added Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, Eric Paschal, like Gerald Brantley, uh, Jared Butler, Trent Forrest, re-signed Mike Conley, and the only person they really lost who played meaningful minutes was Derek Favors. So, I, I like him to, to, to compete again next year. Especially with the development of Udoka Azebuke, I think he's going to be a solid backup. To Rudy, 
or if they him or White's oh yeah or White's I'm we shit on White's a lot but he's a pretty good shot blocker. He does one thing really: he blocks shots and he gets rebounds. So and then again, I, a th- lot of three point. I, th- I think they still have the issue is that their centers, the center position as a whole, can be played out of a game because Whiteside, Azubuki, and Gobert, none of them have any sort of perimeter defense ability. Um, they pretty much work in the paint. So I don't know if you want to put like Rudy Gay at the five and play really small ball or what, but I they kind of need a four. They do. I mean, they do have a, a surplus of power forward. They got Royce O'Neal. They've got um, they just drafted Jarrell Brantley, so could be the third string. They also Rudy Gay's a power forward too, so bringing him in shore that up. Got your choice at centers for. Rudy Gobert, Udoka, and then you've got shooting people around him. Joe Ingles, Bojan, Mike Conley, and Donovan Mitchell, point guard, and then you still have Elijah Hughes, who you just drafted to. So that's going to be... They play a very solid brand of basketball. And I think their coach, Quinn Snyder, did he get coach of the year? Uh, No, Tom Thibodeau did. Tibbies did. Tibby. I think Quinn Quinn Snyder had a running at it. But... I'm I'm not I'm saying they're probably not going to be first next year, but I mean this is your team, man. This is the uh, the Jazz. Oh, you're talking about the Jazz. Yeah, they are they were they finished first last year, but got out yeah. to uh, who who knocked them out? Oh yeah, Clips. that was the the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Without wasn't Kawhi he there Leonard. at the beginning? He was there at the beginning. Very at the very beginning, but the, the Jazz had the advantage. And then the Pacers won two straight. Because the, ja- the, the Jazz are up 2-0. Kawhi Leonard gets hurt. And then the Clippers won four straight? Or did that go seven? I think four straight. Mm-hmm. Oof. That was rough. Down bad. But I... I think they'll be as good. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll regress to the norm a little bit. Maybe they won't get they the one seed, but I, I still think they'll be good. They're a contender. Well, not they're a favorite or anything, but they're a contender. I'm more on the lines that they are going to be in the top three. But, you know what? I could see them there. They're, you know, they had a pretty good team. They didn't have to do much, and they didn't really do that much. So, why yeah. not? All right, that, that concludes our brief breakdown of the Western Conference off-season free agency draft moves. Obviously, we could talk about one team for an hour and a half, really. We, we really tried not to. We really tried. Yeah. Last, year, <laughs> last year's cast got a little long. We'll blend that on Sam since he's not here. He could just talk for hours and hours, that guy. I swear to God. No one gives a damn about the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe they won. Maybe they won. Maybe they won. Got any worth mentionings? Um, actually, I do. There's been a lot of some contracts, let's say, that, that there's been some money left on the table. There's in that, oh, also, uh, Lonzo Ball and Kyle Lowry's contracts are being looked at for tampering, apparently. For tampering, which there specifically is an interesting move. I don't get, is that just a random draw? Like, all right, this right. Many, like Which ones are they going to pick? Yeah, you reach into a hat and you pick out one or two every year. Last year was the Bogdanovich one with the Bucks. This year it's Lowry and, Lowry and Ball. Lonzo. We'll see. But anyway, that's kind of. Yes, but that's just the way it is. The way the league is, I guess, pretty soft. They don't. But is, I wonder if somebody rubbed it in somebody's face that they like. I know who's going to be going somewhere. That's usually how it gets at. Like people get fined. It's just the league gets made and look bad. Yeah. Well, the one, uh, the one ringer guy was like, "Stop being stupid. Don't tell." Woj. Like, what are you Literally, doing? all you have to do. <laughs> Wait like two hours. At least, instead of two minutes. During USA, the Olympics, uh, Team USA, Zach Levine was on this. They had won three, or sorry, four straight games, which was the longest streak Zach Levine has had since college. A winning streak? Four games. Oh, my God. A winning streak of four games. Was This is the longest streak of winning he's had in... He is at least 
six years in leagues? That's crazy. At least. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, that shit about Jackson Hayes, I just thought I'd mention that. Got arrested. Oh, yeah, I did see something about that. Yeah, he got tased. Looks pretty bad. Yeah. Hoping, hoping everything's all right, but that uh, video, a lot of controversy going on. Summer League's going on right now. Bunch of the second-year players are balling out right now. We're seeing 30-point games dropped by, dropped by sophomores left and right. They are literally Quickly so did it, Desmond up. Bain like, did I want to go to Summer League. Naismith. I mean, there's... Obi Toppin. Are you kidding me? Let's they, go, I mean, yeah, I'm talking to get people to drop 40. He's, average, he's, he's gone 24-22 and 17 in his first three games. Had a double-double right. double last night. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. So, yeah, we're seeing... I'm more looking at the sophomore class than the rookie class. And the rookies, yeah, there's some have some flashy numbers, but the sophomores are really bowling out right now, as they should. They've been in the, the league top five a year. Rookie, uh, rookies were looking at, but yeah. after that, yeah, again. but you know they should be. They were. Patrick Williams had like a, almost a 40 point game the other day. I mean, are you, you serious? Mm-hmm. Holy crap, Patrick Williams for the Bulls. Yeah, what? And then they scored like maybe 60 points today and lost in their summer league game today. But no, yeah. So, I mean, but you expect your sophomore players to do that. They've had a year in the league, they've had a year of development. You expect them to come in and kind of dominate the kids just out of college. <laughs> so, unless you're the Blazers and you're going to bring Michael Beasley and Kenneth the Manimal Farid onto your G League team or summer league team, <laughs> which is hilarious. All right, uh, Sam would love to mention this one, so I'm going to pull it out for him. Russell Westbrook is the first MVP to be traded in three straight seasons. Yeah, he would definitely want that to be uh, brought up and talked about. <laughs> he definitely would. I think. Oh, Corn uh, Dragic, that was a uh, – I'm I'm, probably a slip-up just for the English barrier, I'd like to believe, but – just like, you know, Toronto's not really where I want to be. Is that something you want to say to the Toronto TV after you got traded there? Yeah, right. <laughs> kind of a dumb bonehead move, but, well, that's the way it be sometimes. That is the way it be sometimes. That <laughs> does it for me. I got nothing else either. All right, y'all. Well, we'll catch you next time. Peace.